afternoon, and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Tuesday, November 3rd, Election Day 2020. This is the day that uh, the Kamala Harris-Joe Biden ticket, and I did say that in the right order, goes down in flames. That's my prediction. Anyway, this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there. And especially right now, I suggest you take a look at the Cerule tab. Uh, if you go to the website, just click on the Cerule tab in the menu bar. And uh, at the top of the page, you'll see a, a, a Cerule image. If you click that, it'll take you right to the Cerule order page. And they've got a special going on for their birthday where you can get uh, two for the price of one. Or basically, you buy four bottles of Cy uh uh, excuse me, Cerule Stem Enhance Ultra, and you get four bottles free. And you pay the uh, price of $240 at $60 a bottle uh, for the uh, product, and you get uh, second four bottles free of charge. And that's pretty cool. Now, that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's the uh, dealer or distributor price. Um, if you get the price as a uh, customer, it may be a little bit more, but the deal is the same, is my understanding. So if you have any questions, you can contact me, or you, there's a number for Cerule on the website. You can contact them and just tell them that I sent you. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, my ID number is on there as well, so that you should be able to get the information that you need in order to uh, make the purchase if you want. But like I said, the easy thing to do is just uh, give me a shout, and I can get you connected. Uh, I'm just double-checking here real quickly. Um, come on, there we go. And basically my username is YDIYH, YDIYH, or your DIY health, basically, uh, is the initials, uh, at dotsrule.com. So basically, um, you can get the products great price right now. I mean, that's a super deal. So, um, it's only while supplies last, and they've only done this once before. It was back in May of uh, 2019, and they sold out halfway through the month. So um, if you're interested, I mean, these products are phenomenal. They work really, really well. A lot of people have had fantastic results, myself included. Uh, if you listen to Roger, he's mentioned on his show, he's had some really good results as well. And um, we encourage you to take advantage of it. And uh, anyway... That's uh, just something there for you to think about. Uh, also, 
Uh, all the other products are there. If you have any questions on any of those, you can click the contact me button, send me an email or call and leave a message and we'll get back to you as quick as we can. And uh, if you hit the radio shows tab, at the top of the page, you'll see a link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And then at the bottom of the page, you're scrolling down a little bit, you'll see information on the shows we do and when they're on, how you listen. And then at the bottom of the page is the link to the Facebook page, as well as the link to the chat room. And I do have the chat room up and running, just in case anybody pops in there. And uh, we encourage you to take, a, take advantage of all those things. They're all free. The only thing you pay for is the products. And... Uh, even those you generally get wholesale price on if you do it right. So that's pretty cool. So anyway, uh, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own research and due diligence so you can make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. The number to call into the show is 614-426-8787, 614-426-8787. One last time, 614-426-8787. Or if you're on Skype, you can send a contact request to Sarge45ACP. That's S-A-R-G-E, the numbers 45 and the letters A-C-P as in Paul. Mention you're a listener, we'll get you approved right away. And then from that point on, you'll be able to call into the show anytime it's on live and uh, you'll be in excellent audio quality via Skype. So that is what it is. And uh, keep in mind, uh, tomorrow being the first Wednesday of the month, uh, we have my monthly um, police uh, retirees breakfast. So if I don't make it back in time, I will have a replay set up just in case. But I plan to be here live. But uh, on the off chance that something goes haywire, um, get a flat tire on the way back, get stopped for speeding, <laughs> whatever the case might be, uh, there will be a replay. But uh, like I said, I hope to be here live tomorrow as well. Just giving you a little uh, heads up ahead of time just to make sure. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, depending on who you listen to, this thing could, this election could be drawn out, could be really, um, you know, it could take days, weeks, months, who knows. And then on the other side of things, uh, there are those who, myself included, who think that we will know uh, either late tonight or sometime tomorrow, uh, because the only way it could get drawn out is if there is a tight race. And I think the chances of a tight race are slim to none. Um, and there are many, many others out there the same way. Um, you need 270 electoral votes to win. Last time in 2016, Trump got to 306. I don't see, you know, based on what I've seen with all the rallies and the crowds and the excitement that he's had and generated over the last several months, I don't know how he would get less than 306. I'm predicting closer to 320, maybe more. And if that's the case, the only uh, states that would be in question by late tonight would be the West Coast states, all of which will probably go for Harris and Biden, uh, with the exception of Alaska. And uh, by that time, the electoral votes will already have been tabulated and he will have already won. That's my prediction. And uh, like I said, several others out there, uh, Bill Still of the Still Report, um, he did a really interesting report yesterday uh, where he broke it all down and um, 
he's looking at the same thing that I am, uh, that probably late tonight we'll have a, a response unless, you know, they manage to, the, the only way it could other, you know, be, there could be anything else would be through massive fraud. And granted, they are doing their best. Uh, they've been caught registering dead people. Um, on Sunday, uh, Laura Loomer uh, caught a fake to, uh, Kamala Harris body double in Florida uh, who was uh, schmoozing with uh, campaign workers. And, uh, you know, nothing illegal, just, you know, very, dis- you know, uh, this is the type of thing they, they'll pull they'll send out fake people to make it look like somebody and to basically lie to their own supporters. And, uh, she, she caught her and called her out on it. And I thought that was pretty funny. Um, uh, basically, uh, and that the interesting thing is, is the day before there was a, uh, an, <coughs> excuse me, a Facebook post where this fake, uh, Kamala Harris was trying to find, a uh, some people to pose as secret service agents and that is illegal because they're uh, impersonating a law enforcement officer basically uh, palm beach county florida looking for one secret service type male or female actor with black suit we can supply glasses and tie in palm beach county for this sunday one to five to work with another secret service person to flank me as kamala pay is not great but snacks and a ride in this cool limo included and it shows this uh, really long stretch limo. And uh, uh, basically, there's some video where um, uh, Laura Loomer catches her. She's going up there and schmoozing with these people. And as they're walking away, it's obvious that these are not, you know, definitely not a real candidate and definitely not real Secret Service personnel um, by any stretch of the imagination. They have no clue what they're doing. And, um, it's 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 pretty funny, but that's the kind of stuff that these people are basically engaging in. They've been caught, you know, over two hundred and some Democrats have been busted already in Texas alone, uh, setting up voter fraud situations. And there've been some Republicans too. And let's be honest, you know, there's it's crossing the aisle, but the vast majority are Democrats, and um, you know, it's it's insane. You know, I heard I was on a call yesterday where. Um, a, one of our, my uh, government attorney guy mentioned it, and I think it was $650 million uh, has been spent just on retainers for lawyers to deal with the court issues that may arise out of this election. Basically, more money is spent on uh, retainers for, for legal personnel than has been spent on the whole election. <laughs> that should tell you something. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. But um, hopefully... It'll be uh, all for naught because, um, for the most part, I think we're going to see pretty much landslide uh, balloting all over the place. The country's going to pretty much turn red with little patches of blue here and there. Uh, that's my prediction. So, anyway, just stay tuned. We'll see how things go, and that's why I hope to be here tomorrow to uh, preach the good news that, uh, once again, President Trump's been elected. Now, on Roger's show today, I didn't get a chance to call in. I was in the shower when I heard it, but he was wondering why nobody has questioned the fact that Kamala Harris is not a natural-born citizen and not qualified to be running. And my personal belief is because the Republicans screwed the pooch in 2016. You know, they basically allowed two people on the Republican side to run who also were not natural-born citizens, that being Ted Cruz and um, Marco Rubio. 
Neither are are natural-born citizens. And if the Republicans had told them, hey, we love you, but you cannot run, you're not qualified, they would have had the moral high ground then now to come back and say, no, she's not qualified either. Just like Obama wasn't, this one's even more cut and dried. She has birthright citizenship by being born here, which, again, is shouldn't be allowed. Uh, if your parents are not citizens of this country, regardless of whether you're born here or not, you should not be allowed uh, citizenship status. But that's the case right now. But the thing is, is she is not a natural-born citizen because you have to be born of two citizens to be a natural-born citizen. And she is not. Her mother was Indian and her father was Jamaican. So she's not qualified by any stretch of the imagination to be the president, which means she can't be the vice president. So, you know, again, that's that's the reason, in my opinion, why that was the case. You know, Roger asked the question during his show. I'm, I'm posing my version of the answer on my show. Uh, so that's where I'm thinking on that. So enough of the election stuff. Well, sort of. Conflict issue, excuse me, conflict expert issues chilling warning. If Trump wins, thousands of people could storm the White House, which is why they're fortifying the White House. This is why President Trump was originally planning on having a uh, victory party at Trump Tower in D.C., and instead he's going to be at the the White House because it's much more secure and uh, just to be safe. So that's one of the things. Radical leftists plan violent takeover of D.C. after election, which is why they're boarding everything up now. Yale psychiatrists suggest leveling a middle America to stop Trump. A Yale psychiatrist. That sucker needs to see a psychiatrist. Yes, dead Democrats really do vote. Florida officials uncover massive ballot fraud. But, you know, I'm just hitting the headlines here real quick. Now I'm going to look at some health stuff, which is what this show is all about for the most part. Um, Vaccine study, or vaccines kill, study finds positive correlation between COVID-19 deaths, flu vaccination rates, and elderly worldwide. Let's take a look at that one. Uh, Let's see, and who wrote this? Uh, Ramon Tomey on uh, Natural News. Uh, An October 1st study found a link between deaths from coronavirus infection and influenza vaccinations in older adults. And we've mentioned that in the past on this show. Uh, uh, There's been all kinds of uh, evidence out there showing that if you've had a uh, uh, previous flu vaccine, that you would at least test positive and that it may also cause you to come down with this and have a much more um, drastic result from it. Uh, the research published in Pier J by Universal Universidad Juarez del Estado de Durango, uh, Professor Christian Wehenkel observed a positive association between COVID-19 deaths and IVR, or influenza, influenza vaccine rate, of people above 65 years of age. Wehenkel analyzed data sets from 39 countries with more than 500,000 people to determine the link. Uh, the results of Wehenkel's analysis did not appear to support earlier studies that showed getting the influenza jab could reduce the risk of dying from COVID-19. One such study by researcher Ginther Fink 
and his colleagues pointed out that the inmate or innate immune response induced by recent vaccination could result in more rapid and efficient SARS-CoV-2 clearance, uh, preventing the virus from reaching deeper into the lower areas of the lung. That doesn't sound very accurate to me, but it will. Another research uh, Winkle cited in his paper talked about how flu vaccines fail to protect against other pathogens. A 2012 study by University of Hong Kong professor Benjamin Cowling and his uh, colleagues uh, suggested that being vaccinated against the flu may increase immunity against the influenza virus at the expense of reduced immunity to non-influenza respiratory viruses such as SARS-CoV-2 or coronavirus by some unknown biological mechanism. Thus, people who have been vaccinated against the flu would be protected against it, but not against other pathogens due to reduced nonspecific immunity in the weeks following vaccination. A later study published in the journal Vaccine said getting vaccinated against the flu may actually increase the risk of coronavirus by as much as 36% due to what the study called virus interference. The paper by Greg G. Wolf uh, studied influenza vaccination programs among Department of Defense personnel. Further exploration is needed to explain these findings, and additional work on this line of research may lead to prevention of deaths associated with COVID-19, Wahenkel wrote. Two weeks after the study was published, Pierre J. added a note at the top of the paper emphasizing correlation does not equal causation and warning that the study should not be taken to suggest that receiving the influenza vaccination results in an increased risk of death for an individual from COVID-19, as there may be confounding factors at play. <laughs> They're trying to cover their bases and their backsides. Wankel's paper also touched on adjuvants found in the uh, different vaccines, such as the flu shot. He mentioned that uh, specific adjuvants in flu vaccines should also be tested for adverse reactions, despite existing, uh, ex existing ones that have a high level of safety. <laughs> yeah, right. A 2015 study by Flinders University, uh, Nikolai Petrovsky, published the, in uh, Drug Safety, tackled the potential dangers of some vaccine adjuvants, including aluminum salts to increase induce chronic immune activation and inflammation that remain long after the vaccine is injected. South Korea recently had uh, saw the dangers of flu vaccines after a number of people in the country died following seasonal flu vaccinations. Yeah, I think we're up to like 10 or 12 people, something like that. Just get the flu shot and keel over. A report from Yonhap News Agency said there were 48 flu vaccinations, oh, more than I thought, 48 flu vaccination deaths as of October 24th, including a 17-year-old boy and an elderly male from the southeastern city of Daegu. As a precautionary measure, the Singapore Ministry of Health ordered local health professionals to halt, all, halt the use of two South Korean flu vaccines in the city-state. The victims received different brands of flu vaccines, two of which were available in Singapore. Meanwhile, the African nation of South Sudan confirmed an outbreak of vaccine-derived polio, <laughs> man, we've been talking about that for a while, in the country's northwest. The outbreak came days after the World Health Organization declared that South Sudan had already eradicated the wild polio virus through vaccination efforts, 
Yeah, and if that's the case, why do you have to vaccinate? <laughs> and that wasn't through vaccination efforts by any means. However, the weakened virus in the oral polio vaccine administered to South Sudanese uh, mutated and caused sickness instead of providing immunity against the wild pathogen. Imagine that. And that's been we've been seeing that for the last several years. All virtually every case of polio in the world is coming from the vaccine, not from the wild virus. Whether, you know, even if the virus actually exists. The incidents in South Korea and South Sudan are just two of many incidents outlining the dangers of vaccines. Chemicals such as mercury, formalin, and aluminum are commonly used to improve the immune response triggering, triggered by vaccines, but actually cause more harm than good. Some vaccines even contain proteins and cells obtained from aborted human fetuses, so the body is more receptive of them. And that's sad. So that's basically it for that article. Um, and again, these are all in natural news. I can't post them because every time, even with the, it says bypass censorship by sharing this link, and Facebook has gotten wise to it, and it comes up with a 404 error. <laughs> so... Uh, if you want to see this, you're going to have to go to nat Natural News. Uh, Fauci and Biden together, a scientific dictatorship. Yeah, that's the thing. And this is something that people don't really talk about much. You know, when, uh, like Biden, for all this time, I'll be listening to the medical professionals, the scientists. Well, you got to realize, the scientists only have one thing on their mind. Well, in the case of Fauci, two things. Bad science and lots and lots of money. But... They aren't thinking, you know, when they say, well, you know, all they're looking at is how to stop something from spreading, which, you know, and Fauci has been wrong more than he's been right on this. You know, the, the best way to stop something from spreading is to keep people out and about so they have a chance to let their immune systems do their job. Uh, number one, you, you get the people off the crappy food, crap in the food, crap in the water, crap in the air give them the things they need to support a healthy immune system, and then let them go out and multiply. You know, when the American public is out moving around, they're being exposed in relative manner to different things, and their bodies have a chance to develop a response. If you keep them locked up, they're never exposed until they get out and something hits them hard, and then they don't have the immune response they're supposed to have. You know, it's like when you're a kid and you're out playing in the dirt all the time. You're getting exposed to things on little bits at a time and your body has a chance to develop immune responses to different things. And then when something does come along that's really bad, it has a much more, it's, it's like, you know, when you work out, you build muscles up, you do it slow repetitions. And then when the time comes where you really got to lift something heavy, your, your body's able to do it. And your immune system works the same way. It has to be exposed to things. It has to be exercised. When you lock people up in their houses for months at a time, that's not happening. And you're basically weakening them so that they're more likely to get sick when they are exposed to something. So, you know, the, the, the idea of lockdowns is absolutely asinine, and that's been proven. The places that haven't locked down have done far better than the places that have. And not to mention the fact that they're, you know, like, you know, look at Sweden, look at South Dakota. You know, while the people are doing fine, they're also, you know, their economies are doing fine. 
where the places, the biggest lockdown areas, the blue states, where you got Democratic governors and mayors, they've locked everything down and are still, you know, beating people over the head for, for just sticking their heads out the windows and coming out a little bit. You know, they're the ones that are having the biggest problems. And that's a major issue. So when you have an idiot like Biden who says, I'll follow the, I'll do what the doctors say, and then you have an idiot like Fauci who comes out and says, oh, yeah, you've got to lock everybody down. Well, he'll just blanket do it without looking at the ramifications, what it's going to do, because the, the so-called scientists are only looking at one thing. They're looking at the disease, and they're looking at it from their jaded point of view, which is generally wrong because they're looking at it from the standpoint of, you know, people, if they're exposed to something, they're going to get sick, period. Well, let me guess, let me tell you something. You know, I've been, I haven't had a mask on since this thing started. And if masks work, and if this disease was as deadly as they say it is, then according to Fauci, I should be dead. Long time ago. And so many other people in the same boat are in the same position. And they're not, because we we have the sense to realize that we need to keep our immune systems up. And when we do that, we don't need all this witch doctory and skullduggery and all the other crap, you know, the, the, the lucky rabbit's foot, a.k.a. face mask or face diaper. Um, it's just amazing to see what, you know, how people have swallowed the Kool-Aid. And that brings me to something else that I almost forgot about. For years, I have been a life member of the Ohio Gun Owners Association. And they have uh, monthly, you know, you think it's bi-monthly meetings. They had one in September. The next one is November 21st and 22nd, anniversary of uh, John Kennedy's assassination. And uh, what you need, I just, I just happened to open up the newsletter. Normally I throw these things in the trash because I haven't been to one of the shows in years. I uh, just don't have time to go to them anymore. And I've got all the guns and ammo I pretty much need. <laughs> but, you know, this morning, for some reason, I went ahead and opened up this newsletter. And it says, what you need to know about our next meeting in November. Number one, attendance is limited to 2,240 people. Enter through the south lobby door, same as in September. Members had a hard time finding the exit in September, so the new new exit is, anyway. Face masks are mandatory and must cover the nose, mouth, and chin. If you are unable to wear a mask, please do not attend the November meeting. There is no exception. Clear shields may be worn in addition to masks, but are not a substitute. Bring your mask or one will be provided for free while supplies last. Donations benefit youth shooting programs. Kids five, five and older must wear a mask. For everyone's safety, temperatures will be taken. If you are ill or have been in contact with someone known to have COVID-19 14 days prior, you must stay home. Thank you. Guests are welcome both Saturday and Sunday of the November meeting. The guest pass form can be found in the... Um, Let's see, all guns are checked on entry. Follow one-way east-west aisles. <laughs> Maintain six-foot socialist distancing. Do not walk the show in groups larger than two, so the aisleways are not constricted. Wash your hands frequently. Hand sanitizing stations will be in place. You know, of course, no doubt with alcohol-based hand sanitizers that are worthless. Follow all safety rules. Never touch a gun without asking permission, and do not ask to touch it if you have no intention of buying it. <laughs> you know, I feel like writing a letter to the organization. It's just sad 
that a a group that you know claims to be pro-gun and pro-constitution and pro-rights is actively engaging in misinformation and the de- denial and actual uh, violation of the members' rights. To sit there and say that masks are mandatory and no exceptions if you can't wear a mask, don't come. That is absolutely unconscionable in my line of thinking. And one of the big problems, I don't know if that's the case now, but in the past, many of the uh, members of the board of directors of the organization were physicians, MDs and such. And that kind of tells me a little bit because these idiot MDs are basically, unless they're actively involved like uh, many of the frontline doctors, uh, the white coat guys that uh, have been trying to have uh, get the word out in front of the Supreme Court and that kind of thing in D.C., you know, most of these people have just swallowed the Kool-Aid. They've listened to the, Bow, the, Bow, the Fauci's and the Burks's and all these other idiots that, you know, pass all that stuff. You know, I, I defy these idiots to show me one valid study dated prior to March of 2020 that said face masks were in any way valuable for, you know, the, the prevention of any kind of a uh, uh, pathogen spreading. It just doesn't work that even even if they Even if you buy into the theory that viruses are what causes this, which I am uh, not a fan of anymore. I believe that it's not a virus. I believe that it's a bacterial infection and that the body is producing exosomes or waste products that these idiot doctors are seeing as a virus, and the, the fake testing is picking up RNA strands of, and that's what's basically going on here. It's just pure stupidity. It's all part of the fraud. And for a patriotic organization like Ohio Gun Owners, which has been around for years and years and years, it's one of the largest groups and one of the largest gun owner groups in the in the country. Um, for them to be buying into it to this level is just absolutely unconscionable. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's just pure stupid. And it really makes me mad that these people, you know, I used to belong to a group called you know the People's Rights Organization. I was the chairman for a number of years, and um, it was a group that started in Columbus, Ohio, primarily to uh, fight the city of Columbus on their so-called assault weapons bans. And we, uh, they, they passed their first ban, and we formed and uh, started having gun shows to fund our efforts. Uh, we engaged uh, Stephen Halbrook, who's a good friend, you know, friend of mine, uh, an attorney from uh, D.C., one of the pr- foremost Second Amendment attorneys, and... Uh, we beat the city of Columbus in court. Uh, they backed off for a while, but a few years later, they just changed a few words and passed the, the bill again. We filed suit again. We beat them again. And in the course of those two lawsuits, they had to pay uh, somewhere around $11 million in legal fees for us. And uh, unfortunately, uh, that group disbanded several years ago, shortly after I uh, stopped working at the gun shows. And I'm not saying it was my leaving the gun shows that caused that, but uh, uh, several of us, uh, the primary movers and shakers, went on to other things. And as a result, um, no more organization. But basically, um, when I was there, we were all about rights. 
and I was a big pusher for, you know, against concealed carry laws uh, from the standpoint of the general consensus of them, consensus of them, because you're, you know, it's a misnomer or it's an accident. Actually, it's an oxymoron. You know, uh, Marion Hammer, who used to be the president of the National Rifle Association, coined the term right to carry. And the thing was, it was just so stupid. And I looked at it from the very outset, you know, right to carry. And we're, we're, we're legislating for the state's permission, a uh, permit. Excuse me. If it's right to carry, you don't need anybody's permission. You don't need a permit from the state. You have a right to carry. And you can do it whenever you want, wherever you want, without any interference by the state. And that's the way we approached it. And we had, I, I drafted a uh, concealed carry bill in Ohio that had it passed, it would have been the best bill ever passed in, in the U.S. It would give an option for a uh, state authorized permit for basically for use on, in uh, reciprocity situations outside of Ohio. But in Ohio, it was a true situation where if you were found to have a gun in your possession by a police officer, unless he could prove that you were engaged in criminal activity and or were prohibited from possessing a firearm in the first place, he had to let you go. And it was an objective standard, which very few places had. And all you had to do was carry a notice of, you know, like a little card saying that you had firearm safety training. As long as you had that notice in your possession and... Um, Basically, they couldn't prove otherwise that you were, you know, a criminal or engaged in criminal behavior. They had to let you go. No permits, no nothing. And uh, when we worked on it all summer long with the committee chairman in September, when the House came back into session, the NRA rep came in and gutted the thing. And I almost gutted him. <laughs> uh, I was so sick of that turk. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, it's unbelievable. But uh, we were more along akin to the uh, the gun owners of America than we were the NRA. You know, I was on the board of the NRA for six years, and um, I didn't run for a third term. There were three-year terms, and I didn't run for a third term because, I, quite honestly, by that time, I was tired of being on the board of the largest gun control organization in the world. They were selling us down the river one thing at a time. And um, so I am not a fan of the NRA. If you want to be part of a good pro-gun organization, join the Gun Owners of America. Yeah, they are a true, no holds barred, these are our rights and you will not violate them type of group. So anyway, um, I don't know how I got on that, but basically, you know, it's, it's a shame to see so-called groups that, you know, and that's unfortunately a lot of the gun groups like that are, are of that ilk. They like to talk about how it's our right and we this and that and the other thing. But what do they actually do? Their words say one thing. They, the words talk about rights, but their actions talk about government permission. And it's like, where are you going to draw the line? Do you really believe in rights or are you just giving it lip service? What they should be doing is saying, we are open for business. We realize this whole thing is an absolute fraud and a hoax. It's a pandemic, scamdemic, and we're not going along with it. You know, part of the problem is, is they are renting the facility from another place who probably are requiring them to do that. And unfortunately, they don't have the balls to stand up and say, well, guess what? We don't know of anybody else that wants to rent this facility for this much money this weekend. And we're not going to do it because we know it's bogus. 
Now, do you want to lose our rental money? Not just today, but forever, because we'll go somewhere else and not come back when this is all over with. Or do you want to get your head out of your butts and work with us? That's what they should have done. And unfortunately, they, like so many other groups, just backed down and went along to get along. And the sad thing is, is the more, the longer people put up with this stuff, the longer we're going to be stuck with it. And like, like Roger talks about, and I mentioned too, in A Bug's Life, the last thing that the grasshoppers want is for the ants to realize that they far outnumber the grasshoppers. And that's what it all goes to. You know, I, and it bums me out. I had a copy back years ago. It was back in like 1986. Apple, when they first came out with their first iMac that had a DVD player in it. It was the iMac DV. Um, they were giving away free copies of A Bug's Life with that computer when you bought one. And I bought one, and I got a copy of that show. I never got around to watching it, and to this very day, I cannot find that video. It's in this room that I'm sitting in here somewhere, but I have no idea where. And if you could see this room, you would understand why. <laughs> oh, man, it looks like an episode of Hoarders could be formed here. <laughs> yeah, It's just for 13 years while I was teaching, everything just got brought up here and dropped. Prior to that, this room was neat as a pin. But, uh, and it's never recovered. But anyway, somewhere I've got a copy of that movie. And it's probably online that you can watch it free, I'm guessing. But it was a pixel, pixel creation or some kind of thing. But anyway, uh, it was all about these ants who were being used as slaves by the grasshoppers. And the grasshoppers were talking one day and it's like, quiet. You know, if the ants ever find out that you realize that there are more in us than us and they can, they, their numbers are huge, we would be out, they'd be out of control. And that's exactly what's going on here. And Robert's calling in. Hey, Robert, what's up, buddy? Good morning. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. And, and I have seen Bugs Life. It's pretty good, especially that scene. Um, you haven't seen it at all? I have. I've only seen clips yep. from it, and uh, I have not seen the whole movie. Um, one of these days, I'm just going to have to either buy a copy or find it online or something because I I really want to watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen it. it's pretty good. Have you seen the the two minute part where he's talking about um, they outnumber us? Yeah, and as a matter of fact, yep. Alex Jones used to play the audio clip from that every once in a while. That's where I first heard about yeah. it. He did. He did. That is the penultimate part of that damn movie. It is. It's, yeah. It's uh, weirdly uh, apropos to 2020. So. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, so, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say something. Yeah. yeah so uh, last week I called in to um, Ben uh, show multiple times to nail down this virus deal and try to get my my hands around. So he went into pretty good uh, in-depth explanation of what the virus is. And, uh, it, it's a uh, piece of information between the two pieces of protein. But more than that, it for something. is I'm For some a, reason, I'm not able to, uh, I'm it, not picking up half of what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a sleeping aren't I? You're, you're clipping. I don't know if you're in bad area <laughs> signal-wise or what. Wow. Okay. Either that or I'm Let me hang a, up and try to call back then. Let's do that. Okay. I'm hang. trying to find that. I'm going to see if I can find that on YouTube. 
Um, Bugs Life, uh, don't let the ants know. Hopefully we're working better now. <laughs> All right. Is this uh, a little clearer and more cleaner and it's less So uh, far clipping? it seems to be. Yeah, go Jim, ahead. you got me? Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Hello, Jim, you got me? Yeah, I got you. Check your mute button. It says your Jim, microphone. You there? What, what is this? It says my microphone's muted. How'd that happen? There we go. I don't know what happened there. It said my microphone was muted. <laughs> yeah, you were. I don't know how that happened. Uh, is this better? You got me? Can you, yeah, can you, yeah. can you hear me? You copy? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hold it. Um, been a few shows several times last week. And uh, we went in depth on viruses. And I knew that uh, it's the virus piece of information to protein. Same thing's happening again. <laughs> as soon as you mentioned Ben Fuchs, then everything went haywire. I'm flipping again. Yeah. Weird. Well, let's see. Wow. Maybe you okay. can get in a better location somewhere and call back. And I got John called in, too, so I want to see what he has to say. Okay, I'll back off. All right. Okay, John, what's up, man? Well, I I was, want to thank you for the invitation to call in. <laughs> hey, it's always there, man. Always. <laughs> well, you're talking about at least what's on the show. Is that not a live show? Yeah, this is a live show. Okay, because I was hearing Robert talking. He, okay, you were talking. You, you were talking here, too. What's the delay like? Oh, I was not on Roger's show today. No, not on Roger's oh. show. Okay. No, I'm, I'm talking about your show right now. There shouldn't be much, much of a delay, maybe a second or two, depending on how yeah. you're listening. You were carrying on all about the gun show. They were the left. They wouldn't they want a mask and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, I was talking about that just before, just before Robert called in. I was talking about the gun show stuff. It was quite a delay then because, you know, I was calling you and it was still talking about uh, the gun show thing. Huh. Wow. Anyway, yeah, no worries. A little I, bit I just too. want to let you know that um, if you go to uh, the uh, healthyamerica.org with Pat Piggy uh, she, you know, she's got a complete uh, lesson plan and, and all the, the rules, uh, all the OSHA rules, all the, all the laws they're violating by demanding you wear these masks, especially the ocean rules. And what she's been doing with some of these people is uh, demanding a hearing, you know, go in front of the county health department. Yeah. And she, she said, without exception, when they get into that hearing and she demands to be shown the law. Right. Uh, the code, the ordinance that requires wearing a mask. There isn't one. Uh, there isn't one. No. And w without exception, they have all said, well, we're going to have to table this to another time. And they close the meeting. Right. You never hear another thing from them. Yeah. Yep. So these people are violating the rules. And, you know, um, I'm hearing my voice back. It, it's, it, yeah. It, I don't know. There's something going on with Skype today, I think, because you're still you're oh, clipping okay. a little bit, too. I'm not sure what's going well, on. In any event, um, Governor Newsom. Uh, lost the court case and was uh, had an injunction on his uh, violation of the Constitution, exceeding his powers and this mandate stuff. So, uh, you know, the, it's got to stop. 
Yeah. So all these organizations that are still following the rules uh, can be dealt with fairly easily just by demanding a hearing and, and making these people put up um, the proof that this is required and it's healthy. There's so much evidence that it isn't that they can't they can't win. But it's the normal person gets busy. They don't have time and they say, oh, I, I kind of got to mess with it. I got It's going to take all my time. It's going to cost me money. Mm-hmm. And they don't do it. And, and that's how you lose your rights. Yep. Because people don't enforce their rights. Yep. It's, it's so, a sad thing. I just encourage people to do that. I have been enforcing personal rights lately a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, depending upon the person that's uh, talking to me. Anytime somebody starts approaching me about a mask and stuff like this, they generally are closer than six feet. Yeah. Notice that? Mm-hmm. So I demand, I said, you need to stop right there and you need to move back. And I don't accept the six-foot uh, rule. I want an eight-foot rule. And then I just say, and I say, what are you talking about? And, and I'll say, look, you're wearing a germ bag. Every time you talk to me, you're blowing germs in my face. Yep. And I said, you got to be at least eight feet for me. <laughs> they're shocked. Oh, yeah, because they never <laughs> thought about anything. They, they think having a mask on, they, they think they're, they're free and... You know, and exactly. that's, that's the way the idiots that push it, you know, maintain socialist distancing if you aren't wearing a mask. You know, they think putting a mask on is just the, just, you know, it's the get out of jail free card. <laughs> and it's, people are just, you know, it's, it's all biblical. Up is down, down is up, right is wrong, wrong is right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There's no question about it. I, that's how you know we're in the end times. That's right. We're in the end times of the end times. <laughs> there, there's an end, the end of the age is coming, and uh, we're going to be the, the whole church is going to be going through its uh, crucifixion, um, just like Christ went. And when we come out the other side, it's going to be a new place and a new time. Yeah, we'll see. So, well, I think Robert. Is you know, the only again. thing is, is that the people have a choice. They can go through this period effortlessly if they turn back to God, and mm-hmm. they won't hardly notice the change. It'll be beneficial. But they're so obstinate that they're going to have to go through the suffering process in order to get through it. And uh, most people don't want to talk about that either, so I don't bring it up often. (laughs) But it's fantastic that a gun rights organization, and you have some rights to do that. You can say you didn't attend because of your rules and that you want a hearing and just take them down. You don't have to spend a lot of time because you can go to Peggy Hall's uh, site and you can even call her and, and get the information but uh it's all documented yeah. she was i just spent a two hour uh, i bought her class it was over two hours two and a half hours and she went through all the regs and the locations and all, she's just got a ton of material down there yeah. this is one of the fellows that's helping her is uh, john j singleton who runs a website called aceofcoins.com who's been helping people deal with government for all 25 years. He does a lot of IRS uh, situations for people. And, uh, and and he knows how to do all this stuff and got her started. And now she's looking all this stuff up pretty much on her own. And they're beginning to file lawsuits uh, against these companies and organizations, what they're doing. Sorry about that. I'm trying to get this. I got a. I found the video link. I think for that, um, uh, whatever it's called, the Gub Bugs Life clip, and I have to play through the stupid uh, these ads that they put at the beginning. But let me let me play this. This is uh, really pretty cool. I just got to get my volume levels set here. See how we go. This is about a minute and a half, something like that long, but it's the Bugs Life clip. 
There was that ant that stood up to me. Yeah, but we can forget about him. Yeah, it was just one ant. Ooh. One ant. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's just one ant. Yeah, boss. They're puny. Hmm, puny? Say, let's pretend this grain is a puny little ant. Did that hurt? <laughs> nope. Well, how about this one? Are you kidding? <laughs> well, how about this? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. That is so good. It is. I'll tell you what, that just explains it. I, I, do you have an idea? I had so many things. What keep is that? Playing. Do you have that in a file? What, Actually, uh, it's a single clip I found on YouTube. I can send it to you if you want. Yeah, cool. We'll cut out all the ads. Yeah. Just use the clip. Yeah. And, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and that's exactly what's going on. Is All these people that are just, you know, putting their nose, head down and trying to stay out of the trouble. It's just, you know, just like the, in World War II. You know, and the, the thing that got me was um, when they'd be in the churches and when the, the trains were going by taking people to the camps, they just sing louder, you know, to cover up the sound. And, uh, you know, people are just too scared to stand up and, and make take a stand. And it's, un it's a shame. And uh, Carl says our volume levels are off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, well, it's really interesting being a church too, because uh, everybody else is towing the line, and I'm I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I'm wearing I'm not wearing a mask. And there's, you know, a, one of the regional priests even got up one day and said, "I want to thank all of you people." Or they put it in the bulletin something about wearing the masks, uh, protecting people from COVID nineteen stuff like that, um, making it appear as if. I'm harming everybody because I'm not wearing, wearing a mask. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't they don't want to challenge me directly because they know they're going to get blowback. So they do it on an indirect basis. Well, I was talking a Sunday, and I don't know if I brought this up the other day or not, um, talking to a respiratory therapist that has two full-time jobs. Uh, he needs that just to stay even to take care of his family. And I asked him about the hospital admissions that they're seeing. And he mm -hmm. says, it's almost nothing. And yet you see on every headline that the massive hospital admissions, do you remember when they first started this thing and they were oh, talking yeah. about all the hospitals in the area? Mm -hmm. They listed my area and people went out and looked at the hospitals. There was nobody there. And yet they were reporting that they were being flooded right. with, uh, you know, people, people lying in the halls and all that kind of stuff. Nobody mm -hmm. there. And even in New York, remember yeah. that? Oh yeah. There was a, a guy walking down the street videos. asking the ambulance drivers and the cops and mm -hmm. uh, going into the hospital. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing going Nobody on. Nobody stopped him. Um, that was supposed to be overflowing with patients, you know, in, in the halls, lying on the floors and everything else. And there was nothing there. It's just one big lie. And it's just being spread through the media and they just keep pumping it out.
-hmm. then you've got all these organizations that are going along with it from the higher ups that that's what i don't get that yeah. how are they doing that how are they making that thing stick i guess it's because the the higher higher ups threaten the other ones their, their plush jobs are going to be gone if they don't force everybody else down below to do the thing right mm -hmm. so anyway you know when the government loses in court that should give people a sense of authority to de demand a challenge with these people. And, um, you know, when they tell you that you've got to leave, uh, you don't have to leave. One of the things you can say, if they say, I'm asking you to leave, okay, they can do that. Then you're, then you're on a trespass situation. But if you can turn around and say, um, I'm not trespassing, I'm protesting. <laughs> and you can protest and they can't do a damn thing about it. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, yeah, Black Lives Matter can go in and be, you know, do everything under the concept of protest. Everybody has a right to protest. Yeah. And I'm but doing illegally, a real peaceful it's, protest. It is, once you say it's a protest, now they said you're probably not going to get your groceries and stuff done there. And you could stay there as long as you want as a protest. Yeah. So it's really interesting that, you know, the kind of power we actually have. It's just that nobody understands the rules and how to use them. Yeah. You know? Same kind of thing Roger's been talking about for years and years and years and years. Oh, yeah. You know? And you know, people just through. don't have the guts also, to stand uh, up and say no anymore. I want to plug in for Super One. Super One, there's a meeting coming up here at 11 o'clock. Uh, anybody needs a link or anything and wants to watch it, Adam Ahmed over in London is going to be going over the program. It's just getting better and better, and there's all kinds of new things coming out. And as you know, um, this is the one thing that is a huge company. It's not fly by night. It's registered in all the major governments, the U.S., Europe, and the German Republic. Um, legal opinions behind the whole thing. It's not gambling. It's absolutely a gaming thing. And actually, we're submitting an idea came up the other day that we should have a trivia game based on the Bible. Yeah, you know, the yeah Bible that was uh, book, Samuel called that in every yesterday. Year than anything else. That's a great idea. And Jeff Foxworthy had a whole show based on trivia games yeah. on the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I plugged that into Patrick's ear last night and uh, cool. started feeding him some information on that. And I think, uh, I don't know if it was Tanya or Kathy brought it up. Anyway, they brought it up yesterday when we were talking, and it's just a fantastic idea. Yeah, actually, Samuel so called that. in with it. So I don't have anything else to say. I mean, we could talk for a long time, but I, I want to get to now You probably got to get ready for that, uh, that uh, conference is, what, six minutes from now? <laughs> The presentation? Yeah, is that, just, is that in six minutes? Yeah. Yeah. You can make it, like, I sent the link over to you. Okay. So yeah, I've got a ton of things I've still got going on for church tonight. <laughs> I've just been swamped the last several days because of all this. And today's the last day, thank goodness. <laughs> but I've oh, got good. videos Great. and radio well, shows don't and all worry. kinds they'll of stuff be a, I'm working on. They'll be on tomorrow, too. Yep. They're yep. doing stuff every day all around the planet. I want to. I'm hoping that in the next day or so I can watch the video that you sent me yesterday. <sighs> not enough hours in a day. Yeah. Seems no, like. and and you're the kind of guy that gets out there and gets involved in a lot of things, and then the next thing you know, somebody else is asking you to get involved in something else. <laughs> you're a good guy. So say, oh yeah, I can help you do that. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much tapped out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but anyway, you got to close your show, and I got to get over there. Yep. It's only five minutes left. So, all right, John. Well, thanks a lot. Bye. And uh, Robert, uh, I saw that you tried calling in. You are you there now?
It shows you're there. Hopefully. Hello, Robert. Hmm. Well, let's see if I'm going to try to call him. Anyway, he was, he was coming in intermittently as well when yeah. I was here listening. It's weird. I'm trying to call him now. Yeah, we'll see, but it's not. Uh, Skype is doing weird stuff right now. Yeah. Pure well, strange. Isn't it always? He should be back. I think. <laughs> more than more than normal. Normally, it's fairly stable. There he is. Hey, Robert, yeah, you there? You got me. Yeah. yeah. Try it again. Am I, am, I, am I a little cleaner now this time, or am I still clipping? What do you I think? You're you're good, you're good now, now, but every time you got to a point okay. where you're talking about Ben Fuchs, then everything went haywire. So I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Give it a try. Okay. I gotta go. I want to get. All on right, John. See you. Thanks, man. See you, John. Okay. Go ahead, Robert. We only got three minutes, so I'll try to squeeze it in. So we were talking, uh, uh, he gave me an in-depth uh, rundown on viruses. It's a piece of information between two proteins, two pieces of protein. So it's not alive. It's inert. It's just information. So you can't catch it. You can't pass it along. And when it, when it becomes exposed to either sunlight, UV light, or oxygen, it pretty much is done for. That's it. It can't exist in those environments. Hmm. That's one theory. <laughs> okay. So how, how, okay. Then correct me. How do well, you, you know, uh, that's the thing. You know, they act like it's settled science. You know, I've uh, I've seen uh, Doctor Glidden did a really in depth thing on viruses a couple of years ago that I watched, and he was you know looking at it from the same standpoint because that's the standard medical theory that most medical schools and things like that and it, it kind of spans across the mds to osteopaths to naturopaths they all kind of look at it the same way and the thing is is it's never been proven it's still just theory and that's where the folks that talk about the exosomes come in and they make just as much sense and in some cases more sense when you look at it from the standpoint of this particular thing um, that, you know, it's, you know, you have the doctors that, you know, one of them will say it's not alive, it's not dead, it just is. And then you have, well, it can't survive. Well, to survive, that means it's alive. <laughs> and, you know, otherwise it would be like a fleck of dust. You know, the dust is always there. You're not going to kill it because it's not alive. Um, there's, a, there's too many questions yet to be answered on all of them. You know, the, jur the jury is really still out, but I'm leaning toward the exosome theory where it's just the stuff that they're calling viruses is just a waste product. It's expelled from the cells in the course of cleaning house. And it's not, it's, it's just, you know, it's like picking up a turd in the backyard from the dog and saying, well, this is uh, causing this terrible disease. No, it's not. It's just sitting there being a turd. <laughs> Yeah. Now it yeah. might be a dirty turd, but at the same time, you know, it's not something that's, you know, officially, you know, going around and jumping in people's noses and making them sick. So I don't now know. That I agree with. Yeah, I it's agree. still that up in the air. But, you know, we'll have we'll see if we can't cover this some more tomorrow. <laughs> you know, okay. hopefully we'll okay. have good news tomorrow as well on the Trump front. But everybody, take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care and God bless. Right, Thanks, Robert. Thanks. All right, bye-bye.